Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with Cheap Caribbean Vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. School of Humans This is Racket, Inside the Gold Club. I'm Christina Lee. This is our final episode, God's Club. My Early morning on August 2nd, 2001, 14 weeks after the trial began, the courtroom again was packed with journalists and spectators. But this time, it wasn't for celebrities or mobsters. Instead, it was to hear a guilty plea. This was the first time anyone was going to hear Gold Club owner Steve Kaplan actually speak. And they were going to be delayed another minute. Behind the scenes, there was a brief scuffle between the government and defense. They'd come to an agreement, but they hadn't addressed who was going to be paying the remaining mortgage on the gold club. By late morning, the prosecution relented. Fine. Agreeing to take over the remaining $1 million. And so finally, Kaplan shouldered up in front of Judge Willis Hunt. In a choked voice, he whispered, guilty. To prostitution, credit card fraud, and Delta Airlines ticket fraud. Commentators said, there we have it. The trial is ending at a kerplop instead of a bang. After paying the lawyer's fees for all of his employees on trial, which was $4 million, he agrees to forfeit the gold club, pay $5 million to the U.S. government, and pay an additional $300,000 in restitution. He also accepts that he will spend time in prison. 
Aside from that, all he said was, yes, sir, no, sir, and thank you. He had nothing else to say. Not after prosecution and defense negotiated a plea bargain to end the Gold Club trial after nearly four long months. Kaplan also insisted that, should they plead guilty, every Gold Club defendant would be guaranteed probation. That had to include Reginald Burney, the retired police officer who faced more severe corruption charges. Burney's lawyer, Dwight Thomas, decided to press on anyway. Because Burney was working as a bodyguard, he'd risk losing his entire career, even with probation. One of the things you always want to make your clients understand, jury verdicts have no certainty to it. You don't know which way they're coming down. And in a case like this, if there's a conviction, you're going to prison and you're going for a long time. And so you have to think about that. He thought about it. He talked it over with his wife and his family. And he came back to court the next day and says, look, we're going on with this thing. And I, I was kind of pleased that he decided to do that. I felt we had a good case. Craig Gillen and his client, Michael DeLeonardo, also pressed on with the trial. But besides Bernie and DeLeonardo, all the other Gold Club defendants agreed to plead guilty. Kaplan would be the only defendant going to prison. But that was a sacrifice he was willing to make for the sake of his employees. The Gold Club shut down the same day as Kaplan entered his plea. Though, not before one last hurrah. Here's journalist Scott Henry. I think I showed up fairly late in the evening, maybe around 10 or so, because the uh, feds were coming at midnight to lock the doors. And folks had been partying in there, uh, the managers and dancers and favorite clientele were having uh, one last uh, blowout and saying their goodbyes. The uh, defense attorney, Don Samuel, explained why they ended up in a big plea bargain uh, instead of fighting the, uh, the case to the end. They were facing days, perhaps even weeks, of very dissatisfied customers of the Gold Club coming in and talking about how they'd been scammed. Once you had all of these stories just heaped on top of one another, it tends to color the jury's opinion of, of the defendants, and uh, they realized that they were not going to come out looking good, and they decided it was a good time to cut a deal. Atlanta's Channel 2 broadcast the club's final hours as Don Samuel sipped on champagne in Gold Room 7. It was really kind of sad in a lot of ways. Um, the entertainers were all being fired. They were all losing their jobs. This is Don Samuel. You'll hear his dog barking in the background. Kind of a lot of them were students. A lot of them were uh, professional, you know, business people. You know, in a lot of ways, it was uh, it was a real letdown that the, it had come to an end without a verdict, you know, without an acquittal. And at midnight, uh, you know, the U.S. Marshals came in and said, that's it, you're closed. And they escorted everybody out of the building.
The Gold Club closing was the end of an era, and fairly anticlimactic, until September 11th, 2001. So this thing wrapped up in 2001, and then 9-11 happened. This is Jeff Dore, the now-retired journalist from Atlanta's Channel 2. He lived in the neighborhood across the street from the Gold Club. All the planes are grounded in America. Uh, uh, Channel 2 puts me in a car with a photographer, and we drive fast up to Washington. And we get up there, we spend a day or two there, we talk with whoever we can, we get interviews, we feed them back to Channel 2, and then they say, go to New York. So we drive from Washington to New York, and um, we are poking and prodding at the perimeter, trying to get to the to South Manhattan so we can cover the uh, stuff that happened there. We get a call and they say, come back. We're not, we're not going to have our people there. Um, networks are going to cover it, so we don't want you there. Come home. But Dor had come all this way, so he figured he could make the most out of this trip. Like other reporters, he had spent months covering the Gold Club trial. And he was still fascinated by Steve Kaplan, the business mogul. Dor figured he should see the fruits of Kaplan's labor for himself. Well, I had spent all this time covering the Gold Club trial, and there was a lot of talk about Steve Kaplan's original business that he still had was the Smoothie King in Penn Station. And that I heard too much about this. I've got to go over there before we leave. So we drove over to Penn Station, and down at like two levels underground, we found the Smoothie King, and there was Steve Kaplan outside, leaning up against the wall uh, with one... A uh, pant leg rolled up and the other one not, which I found out later was supposed to be a sign that you're connected with the mob. We should point out that the New York Times credited this style to bicycle messengers who didn't want their pants caught in their bike chains. Jam Master Jay of Run DMC also wore his pants that way, though he called it the hot hip hop thing to do. In other words, no one dared attribute this to the mafia. Okay, here's Dor again. And so he saw me walking up, remember me from the trials. Hey, how are you doing? And um, half of the guys from the trial were hanging out at the Smoothie King that day. And it was like a big reunion from the trial and they were all very nice. He gave me a tour of the the back of the Smoothie King. (laughs) It was a pretty funny experience. And then we drove home. Dorr might not have gotten to know Kaplan this extensively if the Gold Club trial was scheduled even a few months later. The September 11th attacks were right in between the trial and sentencing. After that, New York's organized crime task force went from having up to 400 agents to as little as 20. Here's attorney Don Samuel on how George W. Bush's war on terror tore the FBI's focus away from La Cosa Nostra. I mean, the FBI suddenly went from, you know, kind of handling all these local crimes to whatever percentage of the entire force was suddenly doing anti-terrorism. Uh, I think it changed. 9-11 had a huge impact on everybody. I'm not telling you anything that everybody who, who lived through that doesn't know. Um, it changed everything, everything. It changed law enforcement, it changed the courts, it changed everybody's view of the world. So the Gold Club... You know, just because of when it happened was the end of one era. And, you know, 9-11 was the beginning of another. We'll be right back.
Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Steve Kaplan's sentencing trial was in January 2002. He was sentenced to 16 months in prison. Six jurors showed up at the sentencing to support Kaplan. Three of them came up to him afterward, teary-eyed, and insisted on hugging him. They didn't think he deserved prison time or that he had anything to be sorry for. One of the jurors would even name her newborn Stephen after Kaplan. During the sentencing, Kaplan said, I made bad judgments. I hurt people's feelings. I'm sorry for that. I'm like a cancerous person. Nobody wants to be with me anymore except my friends. Everybody's afraid of me. Behind the scenes, however, he was unapologetic. As part of the plea deal, Kaplan was fined $5 million. He just so happened to have most of it on hand. Back when the Gold Club trial started, Kaplan was informed the FBI was coming to his Newark residence. So he fled, and the FBI was puzzled by what he left behind. To refresh our memories, here's Dwight Thomas from episode three. Well, they went down in his basement and they found about $2 million of wet money, what we call the molded money, that Kaplan discarded and just didn't even want it. 
The government estimated he took a duffel bag out of that basement with a little over $5 million in cash in it and left $2 million that was wet that he didn't want. There was actually about $3 million left. And it was time to make use of it. Kaplan pitches an idea to his attorney, Steve Sadow. So I called Steve and I said, hey, you know, we, we have to start making arrangements to, to pay something on the forfeiture. So Steve said, you remember all that moldy money? that they talk about in my basement? I said, yeah. He goes, I think I got about $3 million. How about we use that? I said, that sounds, that sounds good to me. That's a nice uh, opening payment. Then you only owe a couple more. He goes, yeah, let's see if we can use that. That way I can get rid of it. I don't have to deal with it anyhow. Now, Sado had to figure out how to make this happen. So we called the forfeiture attorney who was handing over the forfeiture to the government. I call her up and I said, we're ready to make our first installment. And she goes, oh, great. How much? I said, I think approximately $3 million. She goes, okay, um, do you need the wiring information? And I said, no. She goes, well, we don't take personal checks. You can't do a money order. It's not going to be a wire transfer. It's not going to be a cashier's check. And I said, no, no, it's going to be cash. She said, cash? I said, yeah, uh, $3 million, give or take, in cash. The forfeiture attorney is shocked. Cash? She goes and consults the U.S. Marshal, who's in charge of forfeiture. He's confused too, so he sends her to Judge Hunt. Eventually, Judge Hunt says, well, we can't technically not take cash. The plea agreement just says the forfeiture must be in U.S. currency. The government eventually agrees to Kaplan forfeiting the money in New York. So Kaplan and his accountant, Larry Gleit, bag up the moldy money and head to the bank. They go back into some room in the bank, and they count the money, and they wind up $10 short of $3 million. So Steve got rid of all this old money, uh, and the government got its first initial payment, which was $10 short of $3 million. Ultimately, Judge Willis Hunt viewed the Gold Club trial as a credit card fraud case. And on that front, justice was indeed served. Once Steve Kaplan paid the restitution fees, prosecutor Art Leach funneled some of it toward paying back the victims of credit card fraud. He personally wrote a check to a man who the Gold Club charged $25,000. Still, Judge Hunt said that any effort to link Kaplan to the mob, beyond a reasonable doubt, was relatively unsuccessful. But Leach says that Kaplan pleaded guilty before he could truly make those connections clear. And the best was yet to come, let me tell you. I mean, I had some witnesses that were going to just absolutely blow their doors off. You know, one of the philosophies in criminal litigation is start strong, end strong. Let me tell you, we had a strong ending, really strong. And we just never got there, which is fine. I mean, they played guilty, case was resolved, move on. No, he wouldn't say who would have taken the stand. Leach also stresses that time was of the essence. So, even though his case might have been less than perfect, he still had to act fast with what was at stake. And even though the people indicted didn't get as harsh of sentences as they could, Leach has no regrets. Not a one. Nope. It was the right thing to do. And, you know, there oftentimes... People look at the Department of Justice and think, you know, they have this 90-something percent conviction rate and everything is perfect and everything's always great. No, there are times 
where you need to take a less than perfect case and you need to go forward because there are people who need to be prosecuted because by prosecuting these people, you are going to protect your community. And that is what we did in the Gold Club case. Steve Sadow is more aggressive in pointing fingers. He blames Leach for creating a trial that was a waste of time and money that resulted in unnecessary convictions and that was the result of Leach's personal morals. I think they went after him because Art Leach was a moralist and thought that in some form or fashion, he was cleaning up the community. He was making Atlanta the community that he wanted to have. They had, in their own minds, tried to turn this into organized crime, had come to Atlanta, and we were going to clean it up. So it was it was the total moralistic viewpoint, along with the fact that there was a lot of money involved if they convicted Steve, took the club, and took the amount of forfeiture. The media wouldn't be nearly as harsh. But while the Gold Club trial began as a story that seemed too juicy to be true, reporters ultimately struggled to make sense of it all. One headline from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution read, Gold Club prosecutors promised mob case fizzles. For Atlanta Alt-Weekly Creative Loafing, journalist Scott Henry asked, so was it worth it? The largest grand jury investigation in state history three months and counting on the federal court meter, wear and tear on the witness stand from 50 plus people. All to accomplish what exactly? Bill Simmons got his start at ESPN.com by gleefully recapping the courtroom proceedings. Yet as time wore on, he'd only remembered the Gold Club case as a very embarrassing and long trial. But Leach maintains what he said in his opening statement. He was dogged about Kaplan's mob ties then, and he still is now. That's why he ultimately considers the Gold Club trial a success. I do, because the objective from the standpoint of the organized crime strike force was to see that the Gambino crime family was uh, no longer active in the Atlanta metro area. And the Gold Club was a major asset for the Gambino crime family. It was generating millions of dollars for the Gambino crime family on an annual basis. And by forfeiting the Gold Club, that removed that asset from uh, the Gambino crime family forever. And without those assets, Leach says, La Costa Nostra hasn't been able to take hold in Atlanta since. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, The CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. 
you'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Steve Kaplan got out of prison on a shortened sentence. His New York business empire remains intact. In fact, Larry Glight is still his accountant. Ziggy still runs his youth basketball program. We don't know much else besides that. He never replied to our request for an interview and blocked all of our producers on Facebook. Reginald Bernie eventually won his case, so he was able to continue his security business until he passed away in 2019. Jacqueline Bush is still good friends with Kaplan, but the trial turned her life upside down. The year after it wrapped, she was working at a restaurant when she spotted Art Leach. Him and his family were in, and I was waitressing. And I walked past, and I looked, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I went straight back by the kitchen. And I'm I'm standing there for a second because I started, like, hyperventilating because that's the last person I want to see. You destroyed my life. And he walked over to me. Hey, how are you doing, Miss Bush? I looked at him, I said, I'm doing fine. How are you? Don't choke on your steak. And I walked away from him. I looked back, and the good times were great. Oh my God, they were just so over the top. Like, everything was over the top. But the bad times were just really bad. They really were. They were really bad. Um, I don't wish it on my worst enemy. I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Anyone, anyone that I've hurt over the years or, you know, did anything to you, I've apologized and I've asked for forgiveness and I've forgiven myself. But regrets, I have none. Not one regret. I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. There would be a couple things that I would change about the situation, 
to protect myself, knowing what I know now, but hindsight is twenty twenty. Jacqueline moved to Nevada. She's married, and her now husband used to work at the Gold Club as a bartender. As for Leach, he retired from the U.S. District Attorney's Office a few months after the Gold Club trial to launch his own private practice. Michael DeLeonardo also won his case. He was found not guilty of being a captain and funneling money from Kaplan to the mob. But in 2005, DeLeonardo entered the witness security program. In other words, he became an informant for the FBI because he was, in fact, part of La Cosa Nostra. As part of that plea, he pleaded guilty to the Gold Club charges. Today, the Gold Club building is a nightclub, not a strip club, called the Gold Room. Typically, it hosts corporate events, charity benefits, and film and TV rap parties. When Atlanta Lost hosted the Super Bowl in 2019, rap group Migos hosted an after-party at the Gold Room where they made it rain half a million dollars. Migos called the event Stripper Bowl, even though the Gold Room does not technically have strippers. But before all that, after the feds locked up the Gold Club, the building sat vacant for two years. Atlanta's transit system, MARTA, eyed the property for a minute. The location is convenient. And after all, the Gold Club had originally opened with downtown conventioneers in mind. In 2003, Dan Garrett and his wife were driving around Atlanta, scouting properties. And we were driving up Piedmont Road, and my wife said, uh, hey, what about the old Gold Club? And she's not normally funny, so I thought she was making a joke, but I felt this isn't typical, and she was serious. And I thought, man, this is not what I'm thinking of, but, but okay, sure. See, Garrett wanted a home for his congregation. He's a pastor. Though the vacant strip club was not what he had imagined, he got in touch with the leaseholders anyway. At the time, the property owners wanted to tear down the gold club to make room for condos. Yet after a successful negotiation, Garrett landed a temporary lease. Even though Garrett's wife was serious about the property, she couldn't help herself. You know, when she said, hey, we should, why don't you check into the gold club? And I was like, yeah, right. And she went, no, you could call it God's club. I was like, you've got to be kidding. That became the nickname for Christian church Buckhead, God's Club. Before the Garretts could welcome their congregation, they had to root through what was left from the Gold Club's last night in August 2001. Hundreds of people from all over the city donated supplies and offered their time to gut the club. But as we were cleaning up with our shovels and brooms, somebody tacked a $20 bill on the bulletin board, and it kind of represented that if you saw anything less than that, you didn't even pick it up. I mean, <laughs> it was just, you know, it was just gross in there. We ended up, I think the number was five dumpster loads of just stuff. Couches and chairs and tables and things that there was no way we were going to ever sit on or use or salvage. We did find a wedding ring in one of the uh, sofas. They tossed those sofas, 
to make room for the 100 shares they got from a contractor who just won a bid for a Holiday Inn. Garrett didn't have the money for the chairs, but they decided on a trade. 100 chairs for the neon and the gold club sign. Y'all, when I went to seminary, I did not envision that I would be trading, you know, with with the guy out in front of the old strip club, the neon sign for old beat up chairs from the Holiday Inn. That was not my vision for my life. Appropriately, Kaplan's office was where they collected and counted their offerings. They covered the full length mirrors in the main room with taupe curtains. Originally, the Garris wanted to break the mirrors, but there were too many of them. They ripped up the carpet, which was smart because who knows how much Dom Perignon had been poured onto it. They gutted the VIP goal rooms down to the studs so they can be used for Sunday school. It's one thing for you and your partner, you know, to go to worship. It's another thing to take your second grader upstairs in the old gold club and drop them off in a VIP room. So we we had to make that place sparkling, which we, we did. There was nothing left that our kids were going to bump into. As funny of a mental image as that may be, Garrett knew that the Gold Club had always been more than a den of sin. We kind of all ended up together walking into this room and we all just stopped. I I mean, I'm not sure anybody was even breathing. It was just that kind of moment. It was the dressing room, and I don't call them girls. These are not girls. These are ladies, these are women. It was the dressing room for the women. They they were stacked lockers, sort of like middle school, but lockers about six across the top, six across the bottom, and the doors, some of the doors were hanging open, and they were all covered with photos. There were photos of husband and wife and two kids in front of the Christmas tree. Thanksgiving photos of families around the tables. Lots of pictures of kids, the school pictures with the toothless third grader. These were mothers. These are wives. These are people with dignity. And we stopped and prayed. We just stopped. And I'm going to tell you, we cleaned up and transformed the whole place before we ever walked back in there. It just became this holy place where we realized what what happened in that building. And finally, we said, you know, we've got to go in and clean out that room. And we delicately, and I remember one of our ladies just collecting the photos. You know, this is these are people's lives people's lives on lockers. It was one of the holiest moments of my life. 450 people came to the Christian Church Buckhead's first service. Some of them just wanted to see how the Gold Club had been transformed. And that was fine with Garrett. I've joked that when you start a church in an old strip club, you don't really need a sign out front that says, everybody welcome. (laughs) 
it's sort of it's sort of self-evident that uh, anybody can come here. We had we had uh, addicts, we had Mercedes, we had people who walked from the apartment building. We got these super sharp Georgia Tech kids, young professionals coming from the apartments and condos, and everybody together in this place just singing. And I had this, you know, a loud band, which was a lot of fun. And um, it was just a picture of what, what I think God wants and what most of us want is uh, people from all backgrounds together in a place celebrating life, celebrating positive, celebrating the presence of God. The church only stayed in the Gold Club location for six months before moving outside city limits. Before those six months, God's Club was praying for salvation where entertainers had once danced asshole naked. This is Racket, Inside the Gold Club. Inside the Gold Club is a production of School of Humans and iHeartRadio. Rackets written and narrated by me, Christina Lee, and produced by Gabby Watts. Caroline Slaughter is our supervising producer. Special thanks to Taylor Church and Sonam Vashi. Music is by Claire Campbell, and sound design and mix is by Tune Welders. Executive producers are Brandon Barr, Elsie Crowley, and Brian Lavin, along with Scott Grubman and Lauren Zimmerman. humans. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What if we told you about a major breakthrough on awesome savings on all-inclusive beach vacays? OMG, this could break the case. Case? I'm talking about CheapCaribbean.com. It's full of hot savings. At CheapCaribbean.com, score an extra $175 off site-wide on vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Swim up bar in Punta Cana or dip your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. We gotta take this show on the road. Start at CheapCaribbean.com. 